Welcome back to the Retro Craptacular Podcast, where each month we continue our search for the best bad movies on the planet Earth. I am your host, Aaron, and once again I am joined by Matt. (laughs) 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 That was great. Uh, I'm not even going to redo it. How's it going, man? <laughs> oh, it's it's going great. And a good evening to all... This is a podcast. Uh, you, they could be listening to it any time, a day or night. Doesn't matter. It's a good existence to you. Happy life. And uh, what do you think of our new theme song? I like how it ends. I tweeted it out already for the last episode. We didn't have it done in time to talk about it. On the episode, but that lovely theme song comes to us courtesy of Vicious Aloysius. Ah, check out their tasty tune. There's only one right now, uh, but it's on the band camp. I'll, I'll retweet my tweet about tweeting about it. That inception. Let's cut right to the chase. Mm. We watched a movie. What, uh... What did we watch? We watched Chopping Mall. Chopping Mall, yeah. <laughs> they broke into the mall for the wildest all-night party of their lives. It's dead meat. But you're never alone. In the Chopping Mall. What's that? Robot life. Shopping mall. Where shopping costs you an arm and a leg. Uh, which was about uh, people in a mall getting chopped. Yeah, it was. It was. It was a take on the like group of slightly drunken, sexually active teenager horror movie. Well, it's like a. It's like a slasher movie, basically. Yeah. But in a mall, but it was actually really different. Yeah, it's like it's like Short Circuit meets Dawn of the Dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was like, I mean, like it was super cheesy, and like a lot of very questionable choices were made in all departments of this film, and yet, yeah. and yeah. yet, like for the reason that. It was taking like a classic formula and making it so unpredictable. I feel like it's kind of the same reason that I really enjoyed Cabin in the Woods, you know? Sure, yeah. sure. Cabin in the Woods is, you know, a, a riff on that kind of movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas this, I don't think is. No, no, they were trying to be serious. But there's some weird shit in this movie a little bit of housekeeping before we get right into it this movie comes to us courtesy of someone named nick his twitter is at 31 film talk thank you uh, nick he suggested this beauty to us and we are forever grateful because hot damn this movie was ridiculous what an evening um so it starts out with a man robbing a jewelry store in a mall at night, alone, and he gets chased down by some robot security guards and killed? Incapacitated? Incapacitated, yeah. He gets he, uh, tased, right? Yeah, he's got a gun, and he's all like, oh, it's just a robot, I'm going to shoot it. And then, oh no, shooting is not working, I'm going to run away, and then... It, Rolls after him with his little treaded wheels. Yeah, it's like a tank thing. Yeah, and then straight up tasers him. Right. But then that turns out just to be a film, and it's revealed that it's like a press conference. It's, yeah, it's... uh, For the new security robots that are going to be at this mall. Yeah, the video is like a demonstration. Yeah. Um, So it cuts to the... Uh, press conference, and the first weird choice of the movie uh, is there, and there is an extended cameo, like really long cameo, 
like half of this scene is just cutting to this cameo for almost no reason None that, that we, I could that tell. we could figure out uh which is uh Paul Bartel and Mary Warrenov reprising their characters from eating Raul the blands and they're just really and they're, weird. they're just there they're like I don't know, Mary, that one in the middle has kind of an ethnic quality to it. Like, And they're just robots. The only difference is the number. There's one and yeah. two and three. Like, but the the weird thing is, like, I can't, like, I don't know if they're, like, friends with the director or, like, they owed him a favor or Or the something. director was just a really big fan of the work they did on those characters. Maybe, yeah, maybe he's just a huge fan of eating Raul, but... They're there in character from that movie. And I I, I can't... I don't know why. I, I googled it. <laughs> it doesn't say why. We may never know. Um, yeah. Very strange. But anyways, basically the dude is uh, explaining... The robot security things that they're going to have patrolling the mall because I guess crime happens inside malls a lot. When the malls are closed, yeah. I And there aren't, like, alarms or anything, so. Look, I'm Need not. Need robots. Yeah, I'm not a criminal. Never been. That's con- what they all say. Never been convicted of oh, okay. a crime. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> um... Jokes but, all around. He's, he's not a criminal. Uh, I, shit. This I'm is not a confession. Um, if I were to rob a store at night, it would not be one that's in a mall. You got to break in twice. You got to break you into got, the mall, and then you yeah. got to break into the shop. You break into the mall. You probably set off one alarm, and you break into the mall, the shop again. You probably set off that alarm. Yep. Twice the cops. That's how it works, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Twice the cops. So I, I don't know the flawed premise from the start, but I'm willing to get past it because it's a Jim Wynorski movie. It's not supposed to make sense. Jim Wynorski. Thank goodness for that. Of course, very very famous schlock director uh, has directed. Um, Many, many movies for uh, uh, Roger Corman, including the remake of Not of This Earth. Uh, And lately, his fare is more, um, how do I say this? Soft? Core? Uh, He he makes softcore porn. Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah, there we go. Uh, Movies like Cleavage Field. Instead of uh, Cloverfield? Oh, hey, that title doesn't give away too much. The Da Vinci Coed. Oh, yeah, that's clever. The Breastford Wives. Okay, well, that's a little too on the nose for me. The House on Hooter Hill. Oh, that's that one, yeah. Busty Cops 2. Oh, hands down the best. <laughs> I'm assuming he also made a Busty, Busty Cops 1. Uh, no, he was just a really big fan of the first one. <laughs> Okay, this is weird, uh, because he made The Witches of Brestwick and The Witches of Brestwick 2, but on IMDb, Witches of Brestwick 2 is listed first? Oh, yeah, you know, it's like a like a Star Wars thing. Alabama Jones and the Busty Crusade? What the heck? Oh, he did, in fact, make uh, the first Busty Cops. So, well, I'm that glad is, we got that geared up. <laughs> that is uh that is entirely his vision. That that series. Uh there's a great uh documentary called uh uh Papatopoulos, which is one of his uh like uh what's the word I'm looking for? Documentary. No. Rockumentary. Uh, uh pe- pe- pen names. Pen names. Or, oh, or that was way su- up. pseudonyms. Something you know, uh something Papatopoulos. Uh but it's about the making of the Witches of Brestwick. 
and it's he wanted to make a movie in like two days with only two crew members so okay. it's like him and a camera guy and a sound guy and they go to a cabin in the woods with a bunch of really really hot women and make like a weird softcore witch movie rock on super weird worth checking out uh, but he's been making movies for a long time. He's uh, well known in the world of uh, schlock, crap, garbage movies. Like I said, worked for Roger Corman for many years. He's one of the guys that like continued to work for Roger Corman instead of like you work for Roger Corman and then you move on right away, <laughs> like Ron Howard and Martin Scorsese. Oh, yeah. He stuck around. So And thank goodness for that. Because otherwise we never would have got Chopping Mall, which is what we should be talking about. Sorry for the uh, digression there. But uh, check out Poptopolis. Uh, 80s computer nerd guy. There's a, there's a running theme in this movie. And it's 80s. It's 80s. <laughs> <laughs> no. Everyone who is a super computer nerd has huge 80s nerd glasses. Oh, yeah. The first computer nerd that is running the robot computer station has them. And then his replacement that comes in looks exactly the same as him. Yep. Has the exact same glasses. And then the guy that they that uh, our main character gets like set up with also has those glasses. And he's the one that later in the movie uh, has the idea to like shut down the computer. Because he's a nerd because of the glasses. Only nerds would think about computers. Yeah, everyone else thinks about trucks and guns. And boobs. And boobs. Uh, There's not as many boobs as I expected in this movie based on the director's uh, pedigree. But but if you're expecting none, watch out. There's more than none. Ah. Four more. To be precise. Or two pairs, depending on how you uh, count boobs. But that's just, that's a... That's a personal choice. Yeah. Yeah, personal preference. No. You can count them either way, individually or as a set. Um, I wrote down 80s computer nerd glasses twice for that exact reason. <laughs> <laughs> because there's... Everyone has... And you just gave up nerd. after three? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The ones that once they got to three, you're like, eh, no, like, yeah. Um, but basically what happens is it is the plot of the short circuit where lightning hits the computer. Lightning hits something on the roof. Yeah. Like the power generator? Or the air conditioner? Or the, the vent that leads to the bathroom. It was very... <laughs> um, but... <laughs> The the power fluctuates in the control room. Right. I don't. We never saw it fluctuate anywhere else in the no, mall. We did not. But uh, come on, Winorski, you're better than that. <laughs> um, and then that, of course, causes the robots to take on a mind of their own. But unlike the short circuit, which has hilarious results, uh, this has much far more murderous results. Very, very murderous results. Uh, but basically, so there's a group of teenagers. Teenagers? Yeah. Uh, I'm young, at, fresh out of high school. I mean, all the actors are like in their like late 20s. Yeah, really, like they all acted around each other as if they were all the same age. But then I could have sworn that it was alluded to that two of them were in high school. Yeah. But then also another two of them were actually there is a married. married. There is a married couple. The The, the ones that have the truck that she has to fix i think do they own them are they mechanics they're mechanics yeah okay yeah they were they're mechanics right because he talks about like how many tune-ups it's going to take to pay off the yeah yeah the debt to them all. right yeah exactly um which is i thought it was really interesting usually or <laughs> that's just that's just really uncommon you have a bunch of teenagers they're all you know young and slightly drunk sexually active and everything but for the two of them to actually just be married like be committed to one yeah. another and stuff. I was, I was really unusual. I thought it was a nice touch. It's clear that the, good job, Wanowski. Yeah, but obviously they're not they're not adults at heart because they're going to a f- eight person party in a furniture store in a mall after hours, uh, which very quickly turns into 
everyone having sex within earshot of each other and eye shot of each other. You can see multiple people having sex in the same shot, is what I'm getting at. Yeah, it's like um, two of them on display beds and one of them on a display couch. Yeah. All forming like a one meter triangle. Like, <laughs> And then the main girl and her computer dork boyfriend guy that someone else tried to set her up with. Yeah, they were on a blind date to yeah. like an orgy. <laughs> yeah. To this... To the sex party, they were blind dates yeah. with each other. It was like a key party, but they forgot to do the key part, and they still had sex with the ones that they came with. Yeah. So they were watching like like a probably a Roger Corman movie, <laughs> like some sort of giant crab monster movie. I think it's blown up or something. Yeah, and that's like that's what they're doing. And then it's funny. She has like a pink sweater, like tied around her shoulder, and then at one point she like. Puts it on, and you can just see the guy go like, ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this super dejected look. And then he makes some joke about like, what's with those two, huh? All they do is have sex and fight. <laughs> and you were like, the couch is in the background yeah. of like the You shot. can see them see going legs, at it. Yeah. yeah. I don't oh, know. My gosh. Uh, but before that, there's like... Kind of, they're like dancing and grinding. Yeah, the party starts where everyone's well, holding a beer and dancing in pairs. And by dancing, some of them are just yeah, grinding hard. Yeah. And then like cuts to like the the main girl like putting lipstick on or something. And then it cuts back and like one of the couples has just started making out on a piece of furniture. The other ones are still grinding. And then the ones in the background are like dancing like like Peanuts characters. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I don't know whose choice that was. Or if that was like a like a, a blooper that they just decided to put in the movie or something. But like, it's it was great. Oh, yeah. It was, it's prime. It's stupendous. She's just like, like, uh. Oh, what's the word? Uh, just like flailing about noodle arms. Yeah, she's full on noodle arming, super hard. And uh, yeah, it's just it's it's weird, and I don't. Who would go to that party? Uh like yeah, like uh, who goes to an eight person party? Just that you can have sex with the person that, like, you could probably have sex with if you didn't go to the party. Yeah. The yep. only the only people who weren't guaranteed to have sex that night were the two that were set up on the blind date. Which makes it extra weird for them. Yeah. And extra weird that they didn't just leave. Like, they're sitting there on a couch watching a movie. Yeah. And... Everyone's just having sex. Three instances it, it of sex pan, are happening. It pans from, like, one guy starting to go down on his girlfriend, and she's like, no, stop it. Don't do that. I don't want that. He's like, oh, I thought you liked it last night. She's like, yeah, I don't want it anymore. And it, like, pans over to them sitting on the couch watching. And, like, everyone would have heard that. Yeah. Because <laughs> we did. <laughs> yep. It just, like, pans over to them sitting on the couch watching TV. And, like, it's not that big of a pan. It's just nope. it's pretty quick. So. I can't imagine. I don't what know. What frick? It's, it's a mystery. Let's just get past it. Let's move on. Dick Miller's in this movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You may remember Dick Miller as uh, the pawn shop owner in Terminator. Or, as I like to think of him, the guy that drives the toy delivery truck in Small Soldiers. Yep. He's a janitor in this one. Uh, and he dies for, like, like it's his kind of his own fault. I mean, not really, because the robots are malfunctioning. Yeah. But if they weren't, like, he kind of brings it on himself. A little bit. So he's, like, mopping up, and then some other janitors come and make fun of him for yeah. being a janitor. Well, <laughs> <laughs> loser, you got a crappy job. <laughs> no, he's, he's, uh, he's, he's mopping up. 
what looks like a lot of milkshake or something. Yeah. But then it looks like all of his mop water is also milkshake. So it really just looks like he's pushing milkshake around. He's kind of just spreading milkshake around the floor. Yeah, and he's pissed about it. And I kind of got to wonder, like, why don't you stop and or go get some, like, water and like, soap? Yeah. Like, or just a lot of paper towel. Paper, yeah. Anything. Like uh, a, a regular towel. Is his first day on the job or something? Some bleach. Whatever. Anything, really. Yeah, and then... Not exactly a master of the custodial arts there. No. Uh, But the other two masters of the custodial arts, who clearly could have done a better job based on how much they're making fun of him, uh, like, leave. And then a robot shows up and is like, may I see your identification badge? He's like, my identification badge? What? You go to hell. Which is is literally just hanging on his shirt. Yeah, just hanging on his his shirt. shirt, It's right there. Yeah. Like, you don't need to see my identification badge. I'll work here, just like you. And it's like, don't make any sudden move. He's like, I'll give you a sudden move. And then he, like, raises his mop above his head to, like, smack the robot. And then it With sh- milkshake? With milkshake. And then it shoots a taser into all the milkshake water on the floor and electrocutes him. Yeah, but it doesn't right away. Like, it shoots it, and then it sits there, and he's like, what was that? What was that thing? Oh, yeah, right. And then... And then it electrocutes And him. then he, like... Well, they exchanged some words. It was... It's not important. But he raises it one more time. And then when he raises oh, yeah, it again, yeah. then... Yeah, he's like, why I oughta... And then... Yeah. And then he gets fried. He gets fried. And then the robot says their catchphrase, which is, Thank you. Have a nice day. And leaves. Leaves his smoldering corpse on the ground. Which... Leads me to the best scene transition. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which is you can literally see his co- corpse smoking, and then the voiceover dialogue says, Don't you know smoking's bad for your health? <laughs> and then it cuts to one of the couples post coitus, mm-hmm. and she's like, I always have to have a cigarette afterwards, and I, I don't have any, but I need one right now. You have to go get me some. He's like, I think old man Carruthers, I don't remember, has some... uh it like Mr. Todd or something? <laughs> no. The actor's name is Russell Todd. Wow. I remember because it sounds like it should be Todd Russell. Sounds like a better name. Yeah. I think they just got it backwards on the birth certificate or something. Todd. <laughs> <laughs> it's entirely possible. Um, he just has to live with it now. <laughs> Everyone else in his family has the last name. Nothing he can do about it. It's just going out like that. <laughs> It'd be great if he was like Kurt Russell's kid too. So it's like he can't even use his famous <laughs> last name. It's like I'm Kurt Russell's kid. It's like wait, it's like your first name's Russell, you idiot. <laughs> like yeah, no, it was a birth certificate mix up. <sighs> like yeah, okay, nice seeing you. Anyways. Uh, he goes, he's like, I think he's got some camels under the counter. That joke was going nowhere. <laughs> he's got some, ca- <laughs> some camels under the counter. He's like, I can't smoke camels. I only smoke virgin lights. Which, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Is that a- I don't know. I've never heard of that. Maybe it was just supposed to be ironic. I think so. I think it was. Uh, good job, Wynorski. Great, great one, Wynorski. Wynorski. And- so he has to go to the cigarette vending machine. Classic. The mall cigarette vending machine. In the 80s. We remember those. We don't. Um, They do have them everywhere in Europe, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now that yeah. I think about it. Oh, yeah, I have seen one of those. In, yeah. Uh, when we were in... Everywhere. Uh, France, Germany. Yeah, all of those places. Where, name a <laughs> name place. They have them. Yeah, the first one I saw was in a mall. Now that I think about it, yeah, Ugh. I really want to know what the like the lung cancer mortality rate is in Europe because like everyone smokes cigarettes. Yeah, everyone just like they don't give a fuck. They really don't, especially no. the French. Especially the French, like they give fucks about everything else but smoking. Yeah. Oh yeah. One well, drinking and boobs. Yeah, they'd be offended by this movie. Because it only has like two or four boobs in it, depending on how you count them. And wine is only mentioned. You don't really see it. Yeah. They barely drink some beer. 
All right, we're getting off topic again. We're getting what? Okay. Dude goes to get cigarettes. Goes to get cigarettes. Gets killed by a robot. He does the right thing, though. He he shows the identification badge to the robot, and the robot shoots him with a dart? Yeah. Something shoots out of him, <laughs> and then we see the the like the yeah, face yeah. of the guy, but oh, it hits a, him in the back. It's a tranquilizer, because... You see the robot, like, he he passes out. Excuse and he's like, me. you're not supposed to do that. And then he passes out. Yeah. <laughs> and then the ro- but then the robot, like, grabs him, like, by the neck with its, like, clamp hands. And... Clamps! And then it gets... And then it cuts. Because she's like, oh, my gosh, she's not back here with my cigarettes. I'm going to go get my own. And then she doesn't find his... See his body until she trips over it. It's literally... So visible. But for some reason, the robot sat it up against the wall. Yeah, the robot moved it. Well, that's a, that's something we should mention is, like, the robots became, like, way evil. Yeah, yeah. Right like, off the bat. We, we love talking about these drunk teenagers and everything, but let's jump back to the very first victim of the robot. And that's the guy in the control room where the robots are. Yeah. And um, they come to life very quietly, mind you. Like, if you're going to build evil robots, give them a nice, like, audible startup noise. Like, boop, boop, boop. Yeah. Your killer robots are now online. Yeah. Like, that would be the intelligent thing to do. But anyway, they come online and uses the clamps. Gives them the clamps again. Yep. Straight to the throat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're coming online, and like, with the main one, number one, he's, like, looking around. And he's got guy's got his back turned. And he doesn't see that he's turning on, and then his eye thing turns off again. They they got, like, long horizontal visors like the Cylons do, but then they look more like a big chubby Wally. Yeah. They're, yeah. Yeah, that's essentially what they look like, right? Pretty much, yeah. With tasers. <laughs> They're murder Wallies. But then, uh, yeah, controller dude turns around in his chair to look at, like, a pinup of... Well, a naked woman. What else is there? Pinup stuff. What do you? Oh, is he like? He's like busting open a centerfold or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. And then now that he's facing the robots, then they turn on and yeah. approach him, and he doesn't notice because he's so engrossed by the naked woman on paper. Yeah. And then gets him in the throat. But then when the next guy comes in to like relieve him of his duty or whatever, yeah, they've like hidden the body. He's gone. Yeah. So the robots are like, like professional serial killers already. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, they, like, reposition the, the next guy's body so that he's, like, sitting up against the cigarette machine. And his girlfriend trips over him. And then you see that they, like, slit his throat after they tranquilized him. Yep. Then she freaks out and starts running away. And that's when we find out that the robots have laser <laughs> eyes. Out of nowhere, they start blasting lasers yeah. with, like, stormtrooper accuracy. Yeah, they're not good. Uh... And also, like, At all. like, some of them hit her in the back. Like, there is graphics mm-hmm. that show them kind of, like, maybe spray a bit. Like, oh, they hit me in the back. Oh, they hit me in the back. And so then there's a, gratu- the back? a think... gratuitous shot of her running, like we just see her in her undies from yeah. her butt. And it's, bam, right cheek. Yeah. Hit with a laser. Smoked right in the butt cheek. But then the greatest thing to ever happen in a movie ever happens. <laughs> Third greatest thing, maybe. Ooh, we'll there's talk a, about that There's later. a couple other good couple other good things that happen have happened in movies, but she gets shot in the head, and it's like one of the best head explosions <laughs> in a movie. Well, especially because we just don't see it coming. Like, no. She's been shot so many times yeah. with lasers, including in the butt, and then she turns she around, running, yeah. turns around to stop running and screams, ah, 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 boom! Yeah, head blows up. Head blows up. Blood flies all over the windows where all of her friends are now watching. Yeah, because they, they heard her screaming. Yeah, she ran back to, like, the furniture store, stopped right in front of it. Instead of going inside, she just stopped right in front of it to scream. And she gets blasted in the head, and it explodes. And that shot was so good that they use it twice in the movie. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because <laughs> she gets, like, once when it happens at the end. And then at the end when they're doing, they do, like, the... 
the credit thing where like you like do like a freeze frame of the a previous scene in the movie and then you like put the name under it. Her freeze frame is her exploding head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so good. That's so funny. Like in the grand <laughs> grand uh list of of uh great movie head explosions, like Scanners is obviously number one. Given. Two uh Dawn of the Dead, maybe, but I just like that one because it's like a real obvious, like paper mache head for like two frames. <laughs> um, and then this, I put this this up there. It's it's amazing. Yeah, it was easily my favorite part of the movie. Um, so yeah, then they kind of just get chased through the store the furniture store and they like lock themselves in the back room and they're going to go like they boost the girls up into the air vents classic so that they can go oh and it it should be noted that they're all panicking and they don't really know what to do um and then like the party was supposed to wrap up in 15 minutes because that's when the mall automatically shuts down into lock mode like a space station oh yeah that's right at the beginning they did introduce the new like space age security doors yeah. That just, like, the mall will be, like, permanently sealed at 10 o'clock and it won't open up again until, uh, you know, 6 in the morning or something like that. Which, again, makes you wonder, why did they need <laughs> robot security guards if no one could get in or out? Yeah, even if there is a guy stealing all your jewels. You find him in the morning. Yeah. With all your jewels. Because the alarm goes off and you're like, oh, someone broke into the jewelry store. But they're trapped in there forever, so <laughs> just get some cops here at 6 in the morning and they can arrest them. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, again, premise, horribly flawed, but we're willing yeah. to get past it because the head explosion was so good. <laughs> so good. Yeah, so. and then it's our it's our leads, um, our lead uh, girl, her, her idea to then uh, use the air vents because yeah. she proves to be... The smart one. Yeah. She's the smart one because she wasn't having sex. Right. Which is classic, right? Totally. Totally. I mean, that is a trope. but Yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. Uh, so they're like, they get separated because the robots like bust through the door. And so only the girls are in the air vents and then the guys have to like run away, which they do very easily. And they go to a sporting goods store to get guns. Like a lot of guns. Like a lot of guns. Makes me scared of America. Yes. In Canada, you can't buy guns at a sporting goods store. Especially in a mall. You have to go to a special gun buying store to buy guns. And they definitely don't have them just like on a rack where you can just pick them up. With the bullets beside them. Yeah. I don't even know if they have that in America. Next to propane tanks. <laughs> Like, I feel like in America, they would at least have them, like, behind some glass. Like, they should have at least had to smash some glass to get these guns. Well, this was the but 80s, no. right? Well, it was the 80s. That's true. So, you know. Yeah. Reagan's America. Oh. I don't know what that means. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, they're gonna, uh, and I quote, send those fuckers a Rambogram. Yes! Oh, I'm so <laughs> glad you wrote that line down. <laughs> because... Yeah, they just <laughs> happen to find, like, an, one of them grabs a, a shotgun, one of them grabs a magnum, and the other one grabs, like, an M16. <laughs> yeah, what? Uh, what do you hunt with that? The most dangerous sport. Man. Yeah. I didn't know, I was thinking I was going to try to say it at the same time as you, but I didn't know if you were going to say people or human beings, and then you did neither of those, and then, and then, here we are. It, it's man. Um... So then they they do, they uh, grab a propane tank, a couple of propane tanks, and they uh, find one of the robots, they get a big shootout with it, and their big move is to like th- throw the propane tank at it and then shoot it, and they have enough time to like run out from cover, throw the propane tank, get back into cover, and then another guy jumps out of cover to shoot the propane tank, and none of them get shot because the robot's suck at shooting that much. No, but the whole the whole thing starts with like the three of them are standing there and then the one 
starts blasting shots into the air. Be like, one of them might have heard that. Right. And then he was like, the dead would have heard that. Yeah, that was the nerd guy. That was my nerd voice. And then the robot oh, comes, yeah. and instead of like trying to lure it to the sound, they just shoot and then stand there and then start shooting at the robot. Yeah, yeah. And it starts shooting back, and nothing is happening. Yeah, there's for like ten seconds. There's a couple scenes in this movie where that kind of thing happens, and the the people get sh- who get shot get shot like almost on a fluke. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Uh, we'll touch on that in a second. So, meanwhile, the girls are in... So, they blow up the propane tank, and they think they've killed the robot. But it's actually just on its side. Yeah, just kind of tipped over. Uh, but then the girls have to, like, get out of the air duct because the computer turned the heat up. Even though it's the summer, they say. Like, why would yeah. the heat be on? But it's like, the computer system must know they're in there, and it's trying yeah. to cook them alive. Yeah, so then one of the girls freaks out, and they, like, bust out... And make a bunch of Molotov cocktails. Yep, they bust out into some store that just has a lot of gasoline tanks on the mm-hmm. on the counter it's beside the, road flares. It's the gasoline and road flare store. Yep. So they make a bunch of Molotov cocktails, and then uh, the main character, whose name I forget. Do you know anyone's name? Uh well, there's nerdy glass. No, wait, no, that's just one column. <laughs> one of. There's there's Susie? big big lip no that's just uh it was beaver face oh wait no that was just mine uh, Susie I think well the one that freaks out in the air vents I think her name's Susie and I think the only reason I know that is because they yell at her to chill the fuck out constantly numerous times yes calm down Susie yeah you know I think you're right on that and then no I don't remember anyone else's name but Ooh. I feel like that's pretty normal for. The slasher flick types. Like, I rarely remember anyone's name in those. I don't think they come up that often. Yeah. They're not in the good ones. They're not in the bad ones. Which, this is one of them. Oh, yes. Uh, So, yeah, she, she, so the main girl just, like, stuffs a, a road flare in her cleavage for later. Yeah, she's the only one who sees the road flares. Yeah. And instead of saying, hey, road flares, could you use those? She sneaks over. and She takes one. And then she kind of like looks around like, oh, where am I going to put this in my back pocket? I don't have any pockets. I guess I'll just cleavage it. She just jams it in there like it's a cell phone. Yep. The secret pocket. For later. And then you forget about it. And uh, until later when she brings it out. And you're like, oh, right. That. That road flare. Good thing she did that. But that's been comfortable this whole time. Good thing she was uh, precognitive enough to to uh, think of that. Yep. So then we have basically the same scene that we just had with the propane tank, but uh, with the girls and they're throwing Molotov cocktails at the robot. And then one of them gets shot in the leg and is trying to crawl away. And then the robot's like, have a nice day and shoots the gasoline tank that she was holding and she bursts into flames just in time for the the boys to to catch up and fire yeah them. yeah and uh it, then it cuts to very clearly a, a dude in a wig <laughs> on fire so obviously a man oh my gosh <laughs> way way bigger than her <laughs> like on fire running around and screaming. Uh, yeah. So then the guys... my favorite part is that it cuts to it cuts to her again, like after seeing like her her boyfriend's reaction, mm. and she's just lying completely still now, like she's dead, but she's still screaming. But she's still screaming, like the same scream. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was really good. Uh, so the guys have like rigged up like an ele- a trap in the elevator, and they managed to like lure one of the robots into the elevator and they rigged up these propane tanks up on top of the elevator yeah like attached to the like the the cables yeah and so they managed to like drop the robot the main the main girl has a dad who's a marine so she's a really good shot for some reason because it's genetic yeah i guess and uh they blow up that robot but then the first robot that they thought they killed uses its spindly little arms 
little clamp arms to uh launch itself back onto its treads and uh it's not dead stronger uh, than the mighty tortoise and also the robots somehow can ride the escalator <laughs> yeah there there are definitely shots of like the robot coming up to the escalator and you see the robot you see the it's escalator it's the same shot it's used twice oh that's the same one my bad yeah uh and you no, i yeah. There's too much girth. You're like, oh, that's strange. The robots can't fit on the escalators. How did they switch floors? The elevators, like, they managed to rig open one of the elevator doors, but they're not working right now because it's in lockdown. Yeah. They can just ride the escalator somehow, even though, like, their treads are obviously, like, way too big. Way too big. To fit on any one given step. And they look like they should be too wide for the escalators as well, but no, they just ride up the escalators perfectly. Um, and then what about that scene where the, so they, they get the idea to go like smash the computer, but then they also just like stop and take a nap. Yes. Yes, that's right. So, um, yeah, it's down like the, the first couple dies before anyone knows what's going on. Right. And it's yeah. three robots, three couples. And for every robot they kill, one of the couples dies. Yeah. Um, and so. Now that they've killed that one robot, uh, a girl and a guy are dead. Um, and yeah, they the the nerdy dude is like, "We gotta shut down the computer. That'll shut down the robots and everything." And yeah, it's a great idea. And then it cuts to like the robots coming, and then it cuts back to them, and they're all napping. Oh, I feel like something happened in between there, because there's the scene where they're like calculating how much money they owe. The mall. Oh, yeah, that was before the dude died. Yeah, the dude dies somehow. How does he die? Um, he's he's, he's running ahead of them, and he runs up oh, an escalator. Oh, yeah, he gets thrown off. The, uh, that's right. And then the robot just kind of throws him over a railing. Yeah, they're running to go shoot the computer, and then the robot sneaks up behind him and throws him over the railing. Yeah, that's when we see him at the top of the escalator, yeah. and we're like, I wouldn't fit. And then, and then the remaining four break into another store, and like lock the the big gate that you like bring down at the mall. You know, like the, all, all the stores have like the big rolly doors that come down. Like lock that off, and then they're like, "All right, we should go break the computer now." And then they're just like taking a nap. Yep, I cast the robots, and like one of them. One of them says, like, orders, because the other one is number one. Yeah, yeah. And then the number one says something all robot I didn't really catch it, but he leaves. Oh, yeah, then... like, proceed to alternative entrance or something like that. Yeah, and so one of the robots leaves, off. and then the other one focuses his laser shooting thing into a single beam and starts to slowly cut through the gate. And then it cuts and back cuts to back our to heroes. You're taking a nap. Yeah, well, why? What? I don't know. doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. We gotta go. Shut down the computer. Save our lives. But first, cat nap. Yeah. Disco nap. Gotta, <laughs> gotta fuel up for the rest of the night. Um, yeah, I don't know. They Robots break in. And they're like, oh shit. Should we gotta go because of the robots. <laughs> go. Let's go find the computer now. Yeah. Then we've had a nap. And then uh, the robot shoots a mirror. Is that what... Yeah, so they they yeah. they have run into some kind of clothing store. That's the store that they ran into. Yeah, and so when they hear the robot crash through the gate that's been cutting through with a laser, um, our heroine is like, or like one of them says, like we're just like shooting practice for those things, and she's like, well then let's if we're shooting practice, huh? Well, let's give them targets, and she looks at the mannequins, and so then they right. set up yep. a bunch of mannequins in front of the store. But then they're also standing among the mannequins shooting at the robot. But they already know that shooting at the robot is ineffectual. It doesn't do anything. And so yeah. they're in danger of being shot anyway. Yeah. And then they start to run away and they pull a blanket and it's, it was covering a mirror. And then all of a sudden the robot is going haywire. Presumably it shot the mirror and one yeah, goes yeah. back. I don't actually remember it seeing did. that. It did. Okay, okay. Uh, okay. It shoots the mirror and then another one like, shoots back. So the robot's like flailing its arms and spinning around and shooting lasers uh, all over the place. And then the girl who's the married to the mechanic, 
is just like standing there yeah, she's for like all, a real long time, and you're like, oh, she's she's gonna get shot. <laughs> yeah, and then like, she's just standing like, there. Like two more cuts, and she's gonna get shot. And then sure enough, it like cuts to like her husband's on the other side doing something. The robot's still spinning around, getting shot. And it cuts back to her; she's still just standing there. And it cuts back to the robot, and then it cuts back to her, and she gets shot in the stomach, and she's dead. Yeah, so she, yeah, she this time she gets shot by a laser, but it just kind of goes through her. Yeah, and she's dead. Yeah, and then her husband gets real, real mad, and gets on like a. Like a go kart thing, like a yeah, just a, a mall cart, mall you know? cart, like a three wheeled thing, like and tug tug, and just, just and he gently tug tugs into <laughs> he just the robot. drives it into the robot, and, and then because it's going haywire, he gets electrocuted. Yeah, because there's electricity shooting all around the robot, and then he gets electrocuted and he dies, and the robot explodes somehow. Too much electricity. Obviously. Oh, of course. Now that it was redirected into a cart and a human. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't handle that. Learn your robot s- stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so then, yeah, two left. And they're like, let's go shut down the computer. Yeah, let's split up. So, so they do. And that's a bad idea. Because <laughs> the robot chases after the girl. And then she's like, oh, no, it's going to kill me. Help, help. And then he's like, oh, I should go save her. And he has to backtrack all of the way from where he split up in order to go find her. Yeah. And he finds her and he manages to shoot the robot in the eye. So it can't use its laser anymore. Yeah. But then it just chases him down and, and like, conks him on the head. Yeah, he... uh He's, like, distracting it and trying to shoot at it, and then he runs at a bullet, so he throws his gun at it. Classic. Great. And then finds a fire extinguisher nearby, picks that up, and throws that at the robot. But the robot, if I remember right, actually hits it back or catches it and then throws it at him. Yeah, something like that. And then it smacks him, and his head hits the the ground hard, and there's blood around his head. Like, he cracked his skull open or something. Yeah. And then the robot chases her into a pet store. Yeah, and well, she runs into a pet well, store. Oh, sure. And, like, you gotta... Like, she runs into a pet store to hide. Yeah. But, like, she's surrounded by puppies. Is that where she she puts her sweater over her face? Or is it the paint no, store? No, that, that was the paint store. That was oh, the okay. paint store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, she goes and hides amongst all these puppies that, now that they've seen her, are like... Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, terrible idea. And then she hides behind... A bag of feed on the ground. Yeah, she like she like underneath like a like a like a bench or something because it's like a bench and or like a shelf or something. It's, it's, it's a like, low shelf that yeah. has like and she just like pulls like a bag of dog food in front of her face. And but that works. It does. It does work. The robots can't look down. No, I guess. <laughs> they roll the dude. The robot like rocks into the thing and like knocks over a bunch of tarantula and scorpion and snake cages which obviously would be in the middle of the store yeah on very very uh precarious uh perches yeah little like plant stand kind of things (laughs) just like all topple over and so like crawling all over but it works and uh she uh gets up and uh there's a bag on the shelf that we noticed that just says cock. <laughs> yeah. She slowly gets up and then all of a sudden we slowly realize that there's not a lot of labels in all the bags and boxes that are around her on the shelves yeah. except for right beside her where it's just with a little boy on the bag and it says cock. <laughs> cock start. Yeah. Cock in big big letters at the, at the top and then below it start the least we can figure or the most we can figure is that it's like cockatiel starter bag starter kit yeah like there's the, the there's boy feed. has a bird on his shoulder oh did he I he did even, oh okay yeah, I, didn't did, even yeah. know, I just saw a boy and i was like what the hell is this no yeah the, the, he has a bird so like it must be like cockatiel or cockatoo or something because starter pack starter pack 
but like they had to they obviously put it in the frame. Yeah, they had to choose on purpose what went there. Yeah. And if they d- didn't, even if they didn't mean to put that there, someone should have noticed like <laughs> there's a giant bag that says cock right in the bottom right corner of the screen. Maybe you want to move that or or turn it around. Nah, no, can't. Wonorski was cool with it. Yep. Okay. So, so then basically her master yeah. plan is to break into the paint store by covering pulling her sweater over her face. Yeah, have you ever have you ever taken off your sweater where you where you, you cross your arms, you know, and then grab and then grab with your hands facing you like the bottom of your shirt. Oh yeah. So of you course. can just pull it straight over you. Oh yeah. Yeah, so she so, does, so that does it'll end that. up inside out. Yeah, totally. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, and so she starts to do that. But then your arms get stuck in the sleeves, and you're, like, flapping your arms around, trying to get your arms out of your sleeves, but it's, like, stuck. you got, like, an inside-out sweater stuck to you. Yeah, and you it, know? it looks like that's what she's starting to do, really awkwardly. Yeah. Where she's, like, running, and she's, like, like all of a sudden really warm, and she has yeah. to take her sweater off. Obviously. Well, I, it's a Jim Wynorski movie, so... No, oh, well, okay, never mind. Not didn't really, you know, think too much of it at first. <laughs> like, oh yeah, that's about par for the course. But then it's she's about, it's about that time. But then when her when her arms are directly over her face and her head's covered by her sweater, she gently lunges forward at a window <laughs> and manages to break just, it like, somehow. Busts right through. And the most awkward window breaking I've ever seen. Yeah, if uh, if you've ever broken a window that way, let us know. Tweet at us at RetroCrapPod on Twitter or RetroCrapPod at gmail.com. Uh, <laughs> we'd love to know We'd love to know how, how that turned out for you. <laughs> if there's pictures or video, please include them. <laughs> uh, we should call Mythbusters. Oh, yeah, man. Mm-hmm. What are they up to? Nothing. Ugh. So then she uh, lures the robot into the paint store after she makes, like, a Jackson Pollock on the floor. By just Big time. So much paint. Throwing a bunch of paint all over and then, like, some, like, varnish or something. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, we had to... Well, I don't want to get to that. Robot comes in. She, like, runs past it. Or she 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 dumps this all kind of in the middle of yeah. the store and then hides off to the side behind an aisle, and the robot rolls straight into all of the paint. Yeah, and I guess it has a hard time rolling on the like getting its treads going on the paint because it kind of seems to like spin them a bit. Yeah, it's, just, it's a little slippery. And then she's like, pulls out her cleavage uh, a flare from way earlier in the movie that we all mm. forgot about. And is like, have a nice day. Get it? Because it's the robot catcher. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, throws the flare. And blows up the entire paint store. Like, not just like a small fire. Like, the entire paint store just explodes. Yeah. Stupendously. And it's one of those things where, like, the initial thing that was that was she intended to explode explodes. Yeah. And it's big. And then... The entire store explodes. Yeah. Like, second explosion. Like, it's so much blowing up. There's, like, two or three explosions that happen. It's <laughs> ridiculous. And we were like, we had to would Google paint it. even yeah. catch fire? Let alone explode like that? Uh, turns out there are some oil-based paints that use flammables in them, like methanol. Yeah. So. Um, and, I mean, uh, aerosol yeah. stuff can blow up. Yeah. But, uh. And like yeah, like varnish, I think probably, maybe, could be fun. And I was but like, it, it wouldn't super, blow like, out. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. It, well, since we're calling MythBusters anyway, yeah, get MythBusters to throw sweaters over their face and lunge at glass, and then also try to blow up paint cans. I want to see that episode. It'd be a great episode. They should uh, they should listen to the podcast. We got great ideas. Uh, <laughs> so that uh, that's it. Oh no! The last thing she's she's hobbling away. She's all oh, covered right. in soot or smut or whatever from the explosion and a bit of paint. Covered in smut. And then she she looks up and there's Nerdy Boy holding a roll of toilet paper on the back of his head that's soaked with blood. Yeah. 
And he's not dead. He just cracked his skull open. Yeah, and he's like, hey, nice shot. <laughs> yeah. And she laughs. Ha, ha, ha. And then they run together and they hug. And it's like, aw. Happy ending. Good stuff. You know the tagline for this movie was, uh, where shopping will cost you an arm and a leg. <laughs> I didn't know that. Well, oh, that's yeah. terrible. That's pretty good, right? Love it. That's yeah, Real, real bad. Oh my gosh! Um, oh, boom! I think that's it. That's yeah. That's the plot. I mean, one one thing I want to do want to talk about. I have, I have two. Yeah. My two favorite things. One is definitely the fantastic lines that happen. Like we've we've listed a there's few. Some, there's some real good ones. Uh, I got two more I want to share though. Um, mm, mm-hmm. But like really early on when we're introduced to the three guys who work at the furniture store, nerdy guy is searching for um, fuchsia-colored something, some fuchsia stuff that oh, a, a, yeah, cust- yeah, a customer yeah, yeah. ordered. And the other two horn dogs are just like, you know, forget about the fuchsia. It's party time. We're going to do this. Got some beer. Yeah, I got the beer, man. Yeah, we're going to bow and stuff like that. And then it's like, I got to find the fuchsia. And then his friend says, fuck the fuchsia. It's, it's Friday. It's Friday night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, I love that line. There's words to live your life by right there. And good alliteration. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, that's my new catchphrase. Um and then Ugh, yeah. Um we talked about when they were kind of panning around to the different sexcapades happening. Mm. Um it's like one of them, the woman is just in her underwear and then they start to fool around. This is the married couple. And then the one where the guy is going down and you know, all stuff and then pans to the couch. And um, the guy's just in his boxers, and the girl's on top of him, not having undressed yet. <laughs> and uh, uh, and they're making out. And so uh, the guy's like, uh, like they kiss, and he's staring into her eyes, and he says, "You smell like pepperoni." <laughs> <laughs> so she gets up, and she's like, "Um, okay, <laughs> just no." Yeah. Uh, and then he's like. Without without moving, this is my favorite part is that he turns his head to look at her, but like without moving, is like, yeah. wait, wait, I like pepperoni. <laughs> and then her response is, "Well, in that case," and, and then proceeds and then to takes, hum to herself well, she, while she slowly undresses, while she takes off her top, yeah, not facing him, yeah. Um. I like so, pepperoni. Oh, there was a that's, <laughs> I now I have a new catchphrase and pickup line. Yeah. So great. Let me know how that goes for you. <laughs> um <laughs> there was a scene before that though with that same couple where uh uh Susie, which is the, the girl in that couple, introduces uh uh the main girl to her blind date and they do the classic, like, hi. And she's like, hi. And then Susie and her boyfriend, like, turn to each other and she's like, hi. 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 And they're, like, making fun of them. But it goes on for, like, a weirdly long time. <laughs> yeah. Like, four or five highs as and they're, like, getting closer and closer. Like, hi. All up close. And yeah. And then he's like, like hello. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was great. Like, oh man, yeah, some fantastic lines. And then and then the other thing that's just like you will you will always remember this movie forever for for the the, the robots theme song. Oh yeah. Like there's just fantastic classic like 80s slasher flick move, movie music. Yeah, it's like mostly throughout. electronic like synthesizer 80s Oh, it's a hundred percent synthesizer eighties yeah. nonsense. It's great, but the robots—they're <laughs> like because it's like they're on treads, so they're kind of just like cruising around. They're like you know, little go kart things. So it's like cruising around the mall, and and they've got like this ridiculous theme song, which has two speeds. Yep, there's the theme it's song. Like normal. We first, theme song. We yeah. first hear, and then cruising along. It's just. Yeah. 
And it always goes up. It never comes back down. Never. It's, it's all fantastic. rise. Yep. With random percussion just <laughs> sprinkled in there. And then when uh, when the robot kills uh, Dick, the janitor. Yeah, the janitor. Yeah. Um, and then it's like, have a nice day. And then it turns to like leave really quickly and it's... It's like the getaway music version of it. It's like so cartoony out of nowhere. Oh, oh, I remember another great part. Oh, what? When the, she like, it's after the robot has been like shot in the face and it's like chasing her. And I think it might be when she's breaking into the pet store. She like breaks the window or whatever. And the robot like hears the sound so like the robot has its back to the camera so its head goes like and like goes to like look in the direction of the camera like it's looking over its shoulder looking over its shoulder right being like oh there's a noise back that way but then it proceeds to drive forward really fast which is like away from the camera (laughs) so it's like and like zooms off it's like when you look over your shoulder to reverse yeah but but you're in drive yeah and you're just like oh shit (laughs) Oh my god! Doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. Oh, oh man, uh, I think we've covered everything. That's, yeah, uh, that's it, Dad. Yeah, I mean, it was a lot of amazing stuff to cover. But uh, all right, I think R- that's Rotten it. Tomatoes. What do you think? What do you think it got from critics? <laughs> from critics, Rotten Tomatoes. Um, we like. Uh, oh come on! What is? What would it be? I feel pretty good about this movie. It's like seventy-five. Is that no? <laughs> In fact, the exact opposite of seventy-five. Negative seventy-five. <laughs> no, fifty-seven. Oh, that's the exact opposite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't think it would be that high, but no. uh, I wanted it to be. Uh, and and even usually when movies like are like kind of like panned by critics or. Usually the audience score is like a little bit higher. Oh yeah, audience score on this is thirty nine. <laughs> oh dear. Oh, I guess they didn't wait long enough to watch it. Ah uh, yeah, because that was fantastic. Not good. It was. It's great. It has one of the best head explosions ever. Yeah. Uh, well, what do you give it of our out of our new rating system? Do we need to recap the rating system? Just uh, yes. Sure. Uh, the rating system is as follows. Good movies get a breakfast club, don't you forget about me, fist pump. Woo! Uh, bad movies get a that is one big pile of shit, a la Jeff Goldblum from Jurassic Park. Good old Goldblum. And so bad they're good movies get a it's craptacular from Bart Simpson. What is your score? Absolutely, hands down, this movie is so craptacular. I agree with you 100%. Oh my gosh, it was so much fun to watch. That's two times craptacular. Oh, yes. It's craptacular. Uh, I love it. Highly recommend it. Looking for a movie for your next movie night? Check out Chopping Mall. It's like the Now, version, now you know version... everything that's great about it, yeah. but... You will still, You'll still love it, love it it's so, so much. It's so good. It's so worth watching. Uh, the version that I got for us, uh, I found on YouTube. Perfect. It's out there. We don't condone stealing movies, but oh, if certainly not. you're not the one who stole it, someone else stole it and put it on YouTube. You just happen to be consuming it. I feel like that's fine. Sure. I is mean, it, we did. Is it a crime to eat stolen food if you're not the one who stole it? I think it's a bit of a gray area. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, check it out. It it had been on YouTube for a while. Like the upload date was it'd been up there for a couple years. So I feel like the copyright holders really wanted it down. It would it would be down. So I'm sure they just want to get it out there. Yeah, they really just want to spread the word. <laughs> um, that's brilliant. Uh, next month we have a movie. I don't remember what it is. So I am in the same boat. (laughs) (laughs) I will consult my Google Doc later, and uh, it'll be a surprise. I hate surprises. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
that uh, that concludes this episode of the Retrocraptacular. Then, if you want to get a hold of us, you can find us on Twitter at RetrocraptPod, RetrocraptPod at gmail dot com. If you are old fashioned, you like to email people. Uh, if you like the show, you can support us on Patreon. Toss us a buck. Toss us two bucks. Toss us a million bucks. Who knows? Who cares? Any one of those. Any Sky's number. the limit, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> if you got if if that amount of money were to just like vanish you know under the seat of your car or something like that and you never saw it again you wouldn't miss it that's probably a good amount of money to donate and uh if you don't have any money to donate don't worry the show is always free uh on itunes on uh we're on google play now oh. as well yeah uh and youtube all those places you can listen to the show for free spread the word to your friends if you have friends that you think would like the show uh, tell them about it. And uh, I think that's all the places that you can find us. And uh, until next time, did you anything? Yeah, you're good? Anything no, no, I'm good. I can't think okay. of anything. I was just really trying to think hard. Where yeah. else can you listen? <laughs> uh, on the, the our official podcast site, like our Libsyn site. Libsyn. I was like, on LinkedIn? No, that's not the one. <laughs> <laughs> If you want us to guest on our on your podcast, you can check out our LinkedIn profile. <laughs> uh, we don't have LinkedIn. Don't don't go looking don't for us. It. It's not us. It's not us. If you if you see someone with our name, it's not us. Nope. Uh, no, it lives in. Uh, you can download the show. Uh, really helps us out a lot. Uh, until next time, thanks for listening and keep watching crap.